Hey everybody, welcome back to the Big Business Podcast. We're your hosts, Darshan Kumar. And today, you know, this week, the topic is how one deal can, can change your life. And so we're going to kind of do a deep dive on a deal that Kumar did a couple years ago now? Yeah, three years ago. Three years ago now that, you know, quote unquote, changed his life or at least had a big impact on his career. So let's kind of get right into it. Tell us about, just give us a kind of a general overview and then let's get into the details. So what did you buy? And let's start from there. Absolutely. Um, so we bought this uh, deal. Uh, it was a 24 plex okay. in South Fargo. And uh, it was actually a Section 42 property. If you are not familiar with Section 42, it's actually government uh, restricted rents. And uh, there's a lot more goes into it than Section 8. Um, so we this was our first Section 8 uh, property. and uh, Section 42? Uh, sorry, Section yeah. 42 property. And... Uh, we bought the property, wasn't thinking too much about it. It mm -hmm. was uh, it was rough. Uh, the tenants were uh, rough in that and things were getting broken and uh, hallways were getting trashed every day. So we thought, let's see, let's uh, take the challenge and see if we can uh, fix the property and uh, bring it back to life. Yep. So it was 24 plex, it was in South Fargo. So we bought the property and uh, uh, then first day we went in and uh, we were surprised. Yeah. So, to speak. so so before we get into that, let's let's start. How did you find the deal? So the deal actually, I I, I knew the owner uh, who owned this property. Actually, I bought it as a kind of like a package deal. So I okay. bought actually one to three properties from the same owner. Sure. So I bought three properties. The other two were good properties, mm -hmm. and uh, this was uh, so this was a little bit rough. And owner was like, seller was like, you have to buy it all. Or I'm not selling you anything. Mm -hmm. So we were had to just do it. We we had to yeah. do it. So that's that's how we kind of find the property. I knew the owner. Uh, I had a working relationship. It was off off market deal. Sure, sure. And and what did you buy that one for? The the, four, the 24 plex section 42. We bought the 24 plex actually for seven hundred thousand dollars. Seven hundred thousand. Okay. And when you went and toured it, did, did you do an inspection on the property? Anything like that? What happened during that? Yes, we, we did the inspection of the property, actually um, did the due diligence. Uh, it was rough. It, uh -huh. you, you can just see it. And even the seller's property management company told me, I had some working relationship with them as well, that uh, it's uh, going to be management nightmare. Sure. It's, it's, it's going to be hard. So and that's just because the tenants that were there, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, the tenants were there and uh, those Tenant group we had it is they always stays home. When you stay home, the problem comes and sure. the problem comes. This it was just name of the game. So yeah, yeah. Um, but we did the inspection. It was very rough during the inspection. Uh -huh. We were like, oh my god, do <laughs> we want to do it? Or but I did things like this before, so I was yeah. like, let's let's take the challenge and see what it's all entails. Okay. So I think biggest thing we learned from our due diligence was the actually paperwork requirement of section 42. Right. It's very extensive, a lot of inspection happens. Mm -hmm. And a lot of, you have to verify so many things from their income, you know, what kind of car they have, how much money they have in their bank accounts. So you have to actually verify all that. That was actually more labor intensive 
than actually turning around the property and finding better tenants. Sure. So you have to do that on each tenant that's that lives in the property. Absolutely. You go through and and, and you have to do that yourself as the owner. The, the section forty two doesn't do that for you. No, section forty two has a requirement which you have to do, but mm. owner has to do all the legwork. Right. And then they come and do the inspection of the property every year and they pick like 10 units out of 24. Mm -hmm. like that's what they're going to go into. It's random picking. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's they want to go into. Then uh, then they look at the files if all paper paperwork is complied. And funny thing is that the we were at the last stage of Section 42. Section 40 runs from anywhere 25, 30 years. That's how the credit got put on. Mm -hmm. And then uh, the, the person who built it or was there the first, that's the person actually get all the benefits. So we actually, at the end, we had no benefits. We still mm -hmm. have to comply till the Section 42 is there for the next five years or so. Sure, sure. So you had it when there was there's five years left on the contract. Five years or so, approximately. Interesting, interesting. And and when they're doing their inspection, Section 42, are they pretty picky? Like, are they pickier than a general rental inspection, like a city rental inspection? They're picky. They, they, they want to make sure. Majority of the... The stuff is the paperwork more mm -hmm. than the actually unit ins inspection. And when Section 40 to knew over and over again that tenants are actually not living clean mm -hmm. is a disaster in the in the unit. So they, they have the idea, uh, but I think the biggest thing they want to see is the if the files are complied. Sure, sure. So a lot of a lot of paperwork. A lot of paperwork. Interesting. And and Section 42, they're paying. That's a government sponsored. Thing I'm assuming, correct? Right, and they're paying the entire rent. Yeah, majority of the time they're paying entire. Rent. The entire rent. Yeah, it's not like section eighty. It's sex, sorry, section eight where uh, government pays some and tenant right. pays some, depending. Right. But section forty-two, majority of the time they pays the whole thing. Right, right. Okay, so you went into this. You're thinking, okay, well, the building's rough. It needs some work. The tenants are rough, but at least you know that rent is going to be paid on time. Correct. Right. So, so that was kind of a part of your calculation on the risk there. Then the rent is gonna get paid on time, but I think uh, the biggest concern was also that there was like a lot of police calls. Mm. The police department was actually was we were on call for every week. Like, sure. hey, how, why there are many police calls? We are going there every day. Um, I'll give you an example, actually, it's funny. So actually, when we took over the property the first week, uh, there was actually one of the tenant called the police and said like, we're gonna have a party in the parking lot and it's <laughs> gonna be 50 of us and we're gonna have a party in the parking lot and uh, come arrest us if you can. Uh -huh. So the police called us and was like, well, then you have to go there and arrest people. Yeah. So actually they had a party, 50 people were in the parking <laughs> lot and like 10, 15 of them got arrested. Wow. So. And and this is why you guys were already managing it and owning it. Yeah, the That's first crazy. first week or two actually. So crazy. Okay, so so you ended up buying this property. You got it for seven hundred thousand. You know, and later you ended up selling it. We'll fast forward a little bit. You ended up selling it for one point three. Correct. So you almost doubled your money there. So in between that time, I mean, did you know that this property was worth that much, or did you know you were getting it at a discount, or were you kind of thinking like? Let's see what happens. No, actually, originally we thought we are getting a discount. Actually, our banker who financed the property was actually was amazed how this property could be twenty four plaques could be seven hundred thousand. Mm -hmm. And uh, of course, when he explained a little bit about section forty two and uh, disclosed to him, and then he was like, "Oh, okay," but it still seems discounted property. Mm -hmm. Of course, uh, we are not new to fixing the things and changing the tenants. Right. Um, but we we never knew that. 
we could sell for 1.3. That yep. was that was beyond our wildest dreams. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. And so out of that 700 purchase price, you put 25% down. Correct. On that. Mm -hmm. So what is that? That comes out to like about two, a little less than 200 grand. Correct. So. Okay, so now you close on the property, you have it under, they had a party the first week that you Correct. owned it. What was next? I mean, was there a lot of unit renovations? Section 42, can you evict them? What did you have to do once you closed on it? No, it's, it's like a regular, regular tenancy. So you can evict people. It's, it's just, you have to do your application checks like normal. Mm -hmm. and, and actually, and you can deny tenants as well. Um, but you have to really document everything very carefully. So, so we bought the property. Here we are. Actually, our management staff start saying this is a disaster. <laughs> no, no, nobody from the office wanted to go to that property. Uh -huh. So. We had a cleaners actually going there three times a week. Normally we send a cleaner once a week, maybe twice every two weeks. Yeah. So we were sending cleaners every three weeks. Everything was getting trashed. People were fighting their home. It, 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 it was a disaster. Um, so we thought like, what can we do? Actually, I I start going there myself. Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, I, nobody feel comfortable. They feel like something going to happen. They're gonna get into fight with tenants and this and that. So I start going to the property. I was like, okay, well, I'll, I'll start. I, I took one of my maintenance guy and we we go there every two days yep. uh, to, to turn things around. So we went to the property. We start talking to the tenants. We start actually figuring out who is the trouble tenant. Mm -hmm. Normally, it's all, are all 24. It was a five units were vacant approximately, five or six. So not all were trouble, but there's always three or four, one or two who are trouble. So we actually going through the property, talking to the tenant. We start figuring out who is the trouble tenant. So like, let's get, get rid of them mm -hmm. right away. So we actually evicted four out of the building. Sure. After that, things start calming down. It was okay. not still not perfect, but but things start calming down. Right. So real challenge start coming in when we remodeled some of the units and we wanted to put the new people in. Mm -hmm. If it's not Section Forty Two, you can actually take anybody and start putting it in. Um, but for Section Forty Two, they have to have the income requirement. If sure. they make twenty dollar more than was allowed. You you can rent you can. it. Too. And the whole building has to be sec whole section 82. The building has to be section 42. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I think section 42, I, I'm, I'm no expert in section 42, but I think if the building is section 42, everybody is it's actually building that is section 42, not tenants. That's, sure. that's how it works. So. Sure. Okay. Interesting. So you, you start doing the unit renovations, you start filling them up. You were telling me a story about how someone broke their ribs or something in the yeah. parking lot. What happened there? So we, we got a uh, complaint and uh, police call us that there was a fight and somebody's in the hospital. So we actually went uh, to check what's going on and uh, we talked to the tenant who did it. So it was like, what's happened? I was like, oh, well, it's my neighbor. And we were talking to each other, we got into fight. What happened? So they, he actually broke three ribs of somebody. The, <laughs> oh my the, the gosh. Tenor, tenor That's door. crazy. So that, that was kind of things were going on. It was That's that bad. That's crazy. Actually, so. And I'm, I'm guessing that, that guy ended up getting evicted. That guy ended up getting evicted. Okay. And police wanted to get him evicted. Sure, so, sure. Uh, so that's, that's what happened there, yeah. That's crazy. So talk about how, so you, you held on to this property for how long? Actually, exactly like one year, one month. One year and one month. Okay, so one year, one year later, did you? Did someone? How did you sell it? Did someone approach you? Were you? Were you actively trying to sell it? 
I was actually after after like six, seven months, uh, we started modeling outside. We painted the garages. We got people out. We we thought that it's better to have like 20% vacancy since we bought it, right? Better mm-hmm. to have a 20% vacancy in there than try to be get it filled. And we have all sort of problems. Mm-hmm. So we actually purposely start getting some um, some vacancy in there. Well, let's let's keep it vacant. Let's be very picky. Mm-hmm. Let's let's not rent it to anybody. That's the only way we're gonna uh, uh, we're gonna turn around this building. So what we did was actually after one year, one month, actually property started doing okay. It, it was cash flowing. Even with the 25 percent vacancy, was cash flowing. Uh, start controlling some expenses and uh, we installed some cameras actually cameras sure. were there actually but we we fixed them it was never fixed and uh, so we installed some cameras so that helped and everything we have a person actually one of the guys start walking through the property mm-hmm. on daily basis every night he's walking through the property mm-hmm. uh, bumping into tenants talking to them so people were people got to know that somebody's here every day. Right. So that calmed things down. After a year, year and one month, uh, little over a year, actually, we were not actively selling the property. Somebody approached me saying, hey, we are looking for a multiplex. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we wanted to buy it. So I was like, okay, well, um, let's, this property, I'll, like, what price you want? I said, uh, 1.3 million. I don't know why I said it. Anything. I uh-huh. never gonna happen. So uh-huh. that's that's how it happened. So and and so they accepted the offer at 1.3. So surprising, they they expected. Uh, yeah, they, they they took the offer, and I was uh, I was not sure it was going to close. Uh-huh. I I was not even sure it was going to appraise. Uh-huh. So when we when the appraiser came in, and I was actually went on the appraisal myself because I know it's just one year. Right. From 700 to 1.3 million is going to be a lot of questions. Yeah, it's doubling the value. It's doubling the value. So the, the appraiser kept asking me like, why, how you bought it for 700,000 and what you did and why, yeah. how you sold it for 1.3 million. So explain them what was going on, things like this, give them a run around and she understood and surprisingly she appraised the property. Wow. Wow. That's crazy. So, Day of closing, now you've sold it for 1.3. You have essentially almost 700,000. So how much did you put into CapEx? A CapEx, we put it in probably 65, 75,000. 65, 70. Okay, so you were in it for about 775 or so. Approximately. Sold it for 1.3. Now you have all this, all this cash. Mm-hmm. What's next? What do you do with that next? Actually, we had approximately... Uh, from the sale, we have like close to a million dollars mm-hmm. because we had a principal back. Right, you had your principal back, yep. Correct. So we are close to a million dollars. So actually, at the time of closing, I was never thinking that something is going to happen. Mm-hmm. These, these people are not going to buy it. Uh-huh. And uh, But they came to the closing, we closed the property. Now we have a million dollars, we put it in 1031, sure. put it in escrow. And uh, and we start looking for actually our next property to replace with 1031. So we end up buying 20 townhomes actually okay. with the same money. Actually, for those 20 townhomes, we bought it for like $2 million, mm-hmm. but we actually put 50% down. You did? Okay, you put mm-hmm. 50 down on that. Okay, mm-hmm. interesting. And then and then later, I mean, those townhomes were probably worth around $3 million or so. I know you, you mentioned you had an offer on, on some of those. Correct. I have an offer of uh, $3 million on those. Actually, okay. Two years ago. Two years ago. So they're, they're probably worth even more. More right today, now. probably. Yeah. 
So that's a pretty cool story. So you, you found this deal, to kind of recap, you found this really rundown apartment building, section 42. Most people aren't gonna touch section, four, section 42 Correct. because there's a lot of unknowns in there. Like you don't know, you know what's gonna happen, you don't know how to work with them, uh, like the program. And you put 200 down, you buy this building, you turn it around, put 75 into it, and then you sell it for 1.3. Then you go buy 20 townhomes for 1.9. And then those are now worth more than three million dollars. So you turn two hundred thousand into three million. That's that's exciting. <laughs> that was exciting. That's the power of ten thirty one, right? Absolutely. And that's that's part of it too. And and value add deals. So like finding those kind of deals. Absolutely. So like you know people that are listening to this right now, you know obviously these deals are kind of a needle in the haystack, right? They're harder to find, but they're out there. What would you tell people that, that want to find a deal like this? And, and, and I mean, this is kind of a life-changing, at least a career-changing deal. Sure. I mean, it's, it's a lot of equity that we're talking about. Mm -hmm. um, how, how would someone go about finding something like this? I think deals are out there. Try to drive around the neighbor, neighborhoods and see what multifamily duplexes, fourplexes are mismanaged. Try to reach the owners. Uh, there are a lot of people out there who get into this and they just, to, don't have experience with managing the properties and also if you can find something like this you can turn it around work yourself in it mm -hmm. and get the thing going and you, you you can do amazing there's a lot of deals out there like mm -hmm. this so mm -hmm. actually yeah would you and 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 the capital for the this was all you or did you raise some capital or, or do anything like no, that? no it was all me it was all you Correct. okay very cool. Well, anything else that uh, that we missed from this story? No, I don't think so. That was a good deal. And yeah. uh, I think it's one of a kind, like you said, but uh, it's always exciting when they come. And now with the townhomes, are you going to sell those eventually and, and get into something bigger? What are your thoughts there? Actually, those townhomes, are. this is the one thing to note. Those townhomes are actually perfect. They are actually two bedroom, one and a half bath and three bedroom, one and a half bath with actually detached single style garages. So they are perfect between an apartment mm -hmm. and expensive home or townhome. So they rent, they're 100% full all the time. They, they rent from like somewhere 1,000, 1,100 a month. Mm -hmm. So the nice thing is that whoever want to move from an apartment, they want to go to those kind of townhomes and people who have very expensive townhome, if they want to downgrade, they want to go to those townhomes. Right. We, we want to do hold it for long, long term. Sure. And uh, But if the right opportunity comes, we can definitely yeah. plan on Sell selling it. it too. So. Sell it, interesting. Yeah, it's a good kind of product where it's always going to stay full no Absolutely. matter what the market's doing. So. Awesome. Well, thanks for your time today and, and telling the story. You know, I what our goal is for both of us is to do this once a week um, and, and every week we have either one of us talking or we have some kind of guest on, uh, where we're interviewing them about other stories, whether it's real estate related or, um, uh, just other businesses that, that they're working on. So that's what you can expect to see from us. And, uh, thanks uh, everyone for joining. Thank you.